story tonight concerns the internet, a.k.a. the electronic cat database. <laughs> but, but first, let's take just a moment together and appreciate how amazing the internet is. You can use it to file your taxes, apply for jobs. You can go online right now and buy a case of coyote urine. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day... Somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. The thing about science is, most often, right. one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, it's your shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Stupid, isn't it? An immortal one. And I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? <laughs> You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Um, two? Three? Three. We'll say 303. Why not? So here we are. Here we are. Here we, here we go. Are. Uh, so are you serious? I am not Frank. I am not Chris. So let's get right into this. Let's do it. Set um, photos from Star Wars. Very nice. Very nice. And I got to tell you, J.J. Abrams is, is – I'm liking him more and more with this. Because today was a good thing. Because fucking note on the table thing. was awesome. Yes. Yes. He did so, such a good job with that. So last week, no, let no, like two days ago, a couple days ago, yeah, two, a couple of days ago, we had some um, location shots from um, Dubai, which, quite frankly, looked like any other street scene in Dubai. Maybe that's just my <laughs> not knowing anything about Dubai. But also, it looked like um, to me because I got the translation of the writing and stuff there. It looked like an old pod racing track because there was that one giant yeah. engine. And then there was actually a little a little pod. Yeah, can we pull them up so that we can chat about them? As yeah, we're... yeah. Um, the rest of it was a bunch of uh, looked like the 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 booths around Watto's shop actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looked like a garage sale. I was not I was not overly lit up by those pictures. Um, I wasn't either. I was just like, okay, I would have expected something like this. That thing looks pretty fucking cool though. It does, but it's just going to sit in the background. This um, giant. Um, warthog pig. looking yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's basically like a pig version of a dewback, uh, but it has no saddle or anything on it. So that's a full size. Um, I don't even know if it's animatronic. Uh, it's just think, a full size creature. Yeah. Uh, and there's a few shots of that. There's, now, huh? Given that, I don't know. Let's go through these a little bit. Okay, we can talk about. What we think a about. bunch of extras dressed in desert clothing sitting around their stalls, basically, yeah. is what we have here. Um, you can see a little bit of Star Warsy stuff, like a bunch of tubes and pipes. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we can get... Oh, that's probably an ad, so let's skip that. That, that is definitely a pod racing engine. Yeah. It definitely. has to be. Which is 
Uh, Why? You know what, though? If they're going to find a Jedi, because it was um, John Boyega and Daisy, ah, what's her name? Whatever. They were here. They were filming here, I read. Um, If they're going to find someone that has force ability yeah, got then, the shine. Then, then a pod racer sure why not why not you know have them do that who cares that's fine maybe maybe somebody they know ran off maybe I don't know yeah, no. but you don't have to do that but it is familiar and it, it, it I don't know here's a dude yeah just standing there there's some black smoke in the background. That definitely looks like a venue of some kind, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, the angled roof and everything makes it look a little like like it's a central location for everybody to go to. Like a betting parlor or something, maybe. No speculation, anyway. Uh, that thing that that dude is standing in front of, that tiny little land speeder looking thing, is definitely a pod for a pod racer. Mm-hmm. It's the same shape and size. Uh, that says warning in the Imperial alphabet. I don't know what that is underneath. I have never seen those dots. It looks Maybe like, it means like, yeah, we're serious. Just get lo- the fuck out of here. It looks like Braille. And then there's a long shot of that, and there's that same dude yeah. standing there in the desert. Uh, a bunch of people. They all look vaguely Star Wars-y. Yeah. It's all right. And that, you know, another it's shot of the... Of the engine. Maybe it's just a, a part for a starship. But this, there's there's a fire in the background of this shot and a lot of black smoke. So something blew up. <laughs> so something happens here. I mean, it's not just one of those, hey, we're going to go to this planet and talk to yeah. people. So a bunch of space junk. That almost looks like a bus stop, doesn't it? <laughs> Little but, sh- like a little shuttle kiosk at the yeah, airport. But uh, there's another angle of this thing. Look, it's like, it's like a gateway. Like yeah. like up top, it looks like people can hang out in it. The thing, thing is, though, what's crazy is you have no idea what's going to be digitally put in there. That's true. You know? A lot of stuff could be could be. There's a moisture evaporator right there. Yeah. So they actually built one of those. Yeah. It's all going to be half sets and half CG, which most movies of any kind of budget CG stuff. Forrest Gump is a, is a great example of that with like extending sets. Yeah. So, all right, these are all nice and everything. These, these shots of people that that's a nice. Yeah. Again, but it, it looks like, you know, the parking lot at some sort of, you know, con. Yeah. And it's all, it's all out of context. It right. doesn't, you know, and they're all background characters because they posed for those pictures. Yeah, they're just sort of sitting around. Now, do you think that the dude um, got fired, or do you think it's? I mean, I, I think I it, think, I think I, it happened. Be, let it happen because there's a second set of pictures. I right. think it's one of those. Yeah, these people. This is a. This is ten minutes out of the movie. Go ahead. Why yeah. not? Um, the next set of photos that came out yesterday was it yesterday yeah is uh of a half constructed falcon being put together at least the bottom half of it um and just off the top of my head (laughs) that gray panel's new (laughs) it's very weathered it's very beat up it kind of reminds me of um like like 
if you had a car from the 70s, yeah, like a muscle car now, and it stayed outside a lot. I mean, it's, it's the same shape. A lot of people are like, oh, is that the Falcon? Are you kidding me? Yes. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? If you have to ask, then you yeah. should get punched. In I the mean, face. this this side piece here where the escape pod is supposed to be and then the front yeah, cockpit just part right there. and the angle of it, it's like, yeah, come on. I would love to see if they were on Coruscant and the Falcon was just in a museum and it was just parked there and it's like, take your tour of the ship that blew up two Death Stars. Yeah, I know, right? You know, that would, that would be kind of nice, right? So this is a lot of set construction. <laughs> and um, that's what you find out. Star Wars 7 is just about, you know, they're in retirement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of them, you know, goes and does a talk at a museum every now and again. <laughs> yeah. He really just plays Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, like at the college part. Yeah. Yeah. I, on the other hand, was way more excited about this new X-Wing. It's different. Yeah, it's sharper. It is. It is. The cockpit has been moved forward. The um, the bump on the nose. If we, yeah, it's we don't have to look. It's it's no. <laughs> and we if you're do, still we don't. listening to this podcast, you don't have to look either. That is true. Uh, there's a lot more space behind. It's like the cockpit's been centralized instead of pushed to the back. Um, but the the interesting thing for me. Uh, it, I don't know about you, is this one intake on the front and the two engines, thrusters on the back. And it looks like right here, it looks like the wing splits in half, like in half, yeah. not opens into a into a thing. So that could be interesting looking. What I don't... I just love that he's doing like full scale stuff. I mean, this stuff looks awesome. Yeah. But this shot here of it, you can really see how far yeah. back that goes. It's it's very it's a very aggressive design, and I really, I really like what they're doing with the original. And then there's a whole bunch of set stuff here. It's like, yeah, okay, there's the pig thing. Great. Yeah. Um, I went through, and there's a there's more pictures than I remember seeing. Yeah, I went through, and I and I looked. And I did I did my research on Phantom Menace and clones and all that about CG versus and there was, there was way 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 more real in those movies than anybody would have thought. What's that down below where it starts to say Star Wars? You mean the butt picture there? Yeah, who is it? I don't know. Unknown Russian twerker wins twerking. Oh, never mind. I don't need to see that. You sure? Because sure. I can open the tab for later. That's all right. <laughs> um, oh, it's also a link off TMZ, so my, yeah, oh, my let's computer talk about, will get But I want to talk about J.J. Um, Abrams. Well, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, his then, little uh, note. Yes. Speaking of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You know, he puts this little note that basically says, hey, I don't know. What does it say? Stop leaking pictures. I wish people would stop leaking pictures. Yeah. Uh, let, well, let, fuck it. Let's and just get the exact like speculation about. Oh, no. Wait, I put it on on my thing. Uh, excuse <laughs> me. Where did it go? Oh, there I is. wish people would stop leaking photos from episode seven and making ridiculous claims that the Millennium Falcon is in the movie. <laughs> it's on and it's on the chessboard that's on the Millennium Falcon. Yes. That's that's see that's like That's that's what it needs to be. That's that's yeah. what it's it's fun. Like that's just yeah. 
fun. He knows that unlike Star Trek, no offense to Star Trek fans, this is the movie that people are interested in. Nerds, geeks, whatever. Yeah. Uh, parents, people with kids. Yeah. You know. Um, aside from Avengers two, what and Batman versus Superman? We'll throw that one in there too. What is the other? What what other big profile, high profile? movies are there 15 in any time this is the biggest thing yeah this is we we are ramping up to phantom menace fervor because people are losing their shit over that picture yeah i am more excited about that x-wing than i was all of phantom menace (laughs) because it's i i can look at that like i i look at the 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 concept artwork that they're using for rebels yeah right and i can see oh like off the top of my head because i'm a dork that's a macquarie concept scout walker they're going to use that in the show it's going to be a one person scout walker or that's an original design for a snowtrooper, or yeah. you know that's what chewy was supposed to look like and that shows that that the people involved in that really know their shit and want to pay homage to the history of right. Star Wars because pre New Hope is the Macquarie artwork is yeah. the original character design stuff, and these guys get it. The X Wing is a great example of how to take a cl- and that how fucking tricky is that? Take a classic ship that you know in silhouette or even by the noise it makes. Yeah. yeah. And and update it. It's like it's like what they did with the Camaro. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, well, the Camaros in the eighties were they are all right. It's nothing like the seventies or sixties. But then the new one is like that's angry. That's yeah. Okay, good job. Yeah. <laughs> and what I, what I'm interested in is if they're still using X wings and their aggressive military style things like why what is the threat why do they need them if they're at peace why do they need a more aggressive looking starship so i'm all i'm all for it i can't wait till fine molds makes a model of that and i can get my hands on it (laughs) it's just like I, I looked up a bunch. I'm like, oh, I wonder what 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 expanded universe version of the X wing they took this from. I couldn't find one. That's awesome. I found pieces of of like it's got Z95 Headhunter engines, but there's no visible R2. But then again, it's just a gray right. construct at this point. But the later X wings had an enclosure to protect the R2's heads. You know, so they were fully enclosed in the ship. It's it's like why does it need a longer back? Is there is there a more powerful hyperdrive? Is there a shield booster? What the fuck is going on? And that's exactly how this movie should make me yeah. feel. It should like I can't wait till they show without even a name, just like some dude's lightsaber that looks better than the fucking vacuum cleaner extensions that they had for Phantom Menace. Like or or Boyega in costume. And I was like, who the fuck is he playing? Yeah. That kind of thing. And and um Max Max von Sydow is doing a voice. Of what? Oh right. What? What the what is the voice? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Exciting. I'm getting more excited. And and the Dejark table looks beat up. It's got it's got all these symbols that I don't recognize. And that looks like the seats and the foul. It's right. good. Because what this should do is it should feel 
comfortable it and should, familiar, right? But, but tell you a new, new story, exactly. Yeah, and it should it should encourage new a new generation, really. Yeah. So, like uh, even um, Cole, who's been kind of cold yeah. to the whole Star Wars thing, he's just like. My my girls are too. They're like, good. "Oh, Star Wars is your thing." And I'm like, "No, it can be yours." It's but all because, of our thing. But because it's here in this room and I like it so much, like they are like, eh. "But we're going." Like fucking midnight or yeah. 8 o'clock or whatever the first show is, we're going and I I remember when they announced it, I had this like Admiral Akbar watching the Star Destroyer crash into the Death Star moment where I sat in the chair and I sat back and you get that I can take my kids to see Star Wars. Yeah. And it's like, that's that's it. That's like the one movie moment I wanted. Yeah. And I get like eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be amazing. I hope so. It could be terrible. Yeah. It really could be. But, but I think that right now, JJ's sort of playfulness with it. It I gives me a it, lot of hope. It, it does me as well because it's like, all right, all right, all right. I'm just, you know, I'm going to play. And, uh, yeah. you know, he talks about that charity thing on the set. And yeah. you know that like 90% of every nerd's brain is like looking at everything else. Oh, yeah. And paying attention yeah. to everything else, you know. The, f- the first time I watched it, I just watched it. The second time I watched it, I wanted to see if I could figure out how the puppeteer was working yeah. all of those heads. And I think yeah. I figured the whole thing out. Um, and then it was like watching background people yeah. and seeing what's going on, but they picked a good spot. They're being very careful about it. Yeah. But it's also, uh, that's the thing. He's having fun with it, which he should. Yeah. It's not like this last star Trek, which I did watch again the other day. And really what kills that is the script. He made it look beautiful. He really has an eye for setting stuff up, but. But the story was the story bad. was dumb. The story in the first one was bad. Lindelof sh- sh- really just kind of shit stuff out, doesn't he? They just kind of they just need to like I don't know. Just it shouldn't have been the final on, encounter doing, with Khan. It should have been the first encounter. They'd like doing fucking episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like from the TV show, it's like come on. Yeah. But then again, I mean, if you look, a complaint about Godzilla is, oh, I don't like the original creature, but oh, don't do old stuff with Star Trek. What the fuck do you want? I um, I saw X Men again. Did you? Yeah. That movie was was heavy for I, me. It was, it was, it was very austere. I dozed off at the same place I did the first time I saw it. I I I can't watch Dark Knight Rises again because it's just it's it's not. It's not somber. It's a tough watch. Right. Because you've got to, like, it's just oppressive. Yeah. And I know the movie is, and Bane is, and his plan, and Rachel Ghoul, and all. I know it is, but it just comes through. And watch the movie, then you have my permission to die. (laughs) No! Bang! (laughs) I'll die first. Um, That was Sean Connery. I don't know. Yeah, right. (laughs) Bane, um, Bane Connery, <laughs> Bane Bruce. Um get off my lawn! But yeah, X Men: uh, Days of Future Past. It was it wasn't nearly as oppressive, 
but um, uh, young Xavier just sucks Seriously. all the energy out of me. It's like, Se- like, like, like you know what? Like Bruce in those eight years would look at would look at Xavier and just go, "Dude, will you just fucking lighten up?" Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't. I, 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 I don't know if I can do it again. And then Bond would come into both of them and go, "Listen to me, you mopey bitches." And the thing is, with with the next one, with Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse, or whatever they're calling it, like, that's, how's that going to be? It's not going to be any lighter. It's not going to be more fun. It's got the word Apocalypse in it. Yeah. Thank God the guy's name isn't Holocaust. Yeah. Magneto, take him right the fuck out. Uh, We should do a break. We should do a break because we're trying to. Do that, and we'll be right back.
feel bad for today and maybe yesterday? Jonah Hill. Why? Why? Because he said something like innocuous and obnoxious, and now he's being painted as this giant fucking homophobe. And he's like, I feel bad for him because I I just, you know, he, he called some paparazzi, a, you know, you go suck my dick, you faggot. Yeah. Okay. And now everyone's just like, oh, and he had, he came out and apologized. Was it a, was it a, because I didn't pay attention to anything with this. Was it a true apology or was it one of those, if anyone was offended fucking no, things? No, I think he, I, I don't, but he, I don't know. Because you know how you know how those yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah. the non-apologies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, uh, you know, I don't mean to be offensive, but fat bitches be fat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean they are. Uh, so um, and yeah, so like you know, he just got so much shit for it that he came out and apologized, which I think is kind of like, I mean, on one level, I feel bad for him because he got so much shit over something so stupid. Um. But on the flip side, and I have a gay daughter, so, mm. you know, I mean, his intent, his intent was just to, you know, he used the word faggot instead of asshole. Yeah. You know? So I just, I, I can, kinda, I you can, know, but devil's, I think he, he, devil's he fucking caves, advocate. though. He caves. And, oh, I'm really sorry. You know, you know, no, he didn't cave. He protected his career. That's really what You it know was. what, though? That's, that's all he did. I mean, seriously. He... The the problem I can see is that if somebody says that as a reactionary phrase, then it was some to bring up a story. Well, he just I, whatever. I think he was there was some paparazzi was in right, his face but if for but if that's his go to insult, then you know, like I don't yell out n words at people for you know whatever. You're an idiot. That's that's what I go with. Yeah, but. because I say that all the time. So I can see maybe people are assuming because that was his go to insult. Because it wasn't just shut up, whatever words you want to throw after that. Yeah. It was it was the whole suck a dick thing as well. What does that you know is that indicative See, but or telling thing. of his character? Already though, already like there's too much time spent. It means nothing. Oh yeah, I know, and you know? I don't care yeah, of what he said. You know, it's like um, he he's just a he's just a a, a young dumb kid that said something stupid but but you know what? i don't even think he said something no stupid. it was stupid he burst out in frustration at somebody you know it's, you know when alec baldwin says that he's a fucking asshole too you know but it's just like but he's younger and he's of a younger generation that should know better there's words that become off limits like i, I was telling you i watched the beginning of uh delirious if anybody has Netflix stream the beginning of Delirious. Yeah, you'll be amazed and at how you'll say to yourself, "This fucking guy was like the number one Can comedian." We have a little, or yeah, it, why not? May as well just play a little so something from. I apologize for the things that are about no, we to be said. Because anything, if anything, no, I'm apologizing like, for playing them. But no, it's but, to but prove we should apologize for playing it because it's also like it was a. It's a place in time, really. It, it, it is not a good place, but <clears throat> all right. Let's see what we got here. It's uh, right there at the top. Yeah, there I typed in "delirious" and it gives me a bunch of Eddie Murphy stuff. Yeah, so I stopped it. Let's see how far into it I stopped it and switched over to something else. Uh, let me turn that hey, down. Well, I'll see you later. You gonna suck that dick? I'm gonna. I made it seven minutes in, and I yeah. stopped it. So let's see what we got here. 
I gotta get some hey more land for the computer. He's wearing his red leather Thank jumpsuit outfit. Not a jumpsuit because it's a jagged pants. Before I even get started, I want to um, say, how about big round of applause for the bus boys? What year was this? I think it's like 83, 84. It's definitely after 48 hours because they were playing the boys are back in town before yeah, the rules. beginning. Yeah. When I throw down, when I do my stand-up, I got rules and shit. Right. Straight up, faggots aren't allowed to look at my ass while I'm on stage. See, like, what the fuck? <laughs> really? That's why I keep moving while I'm up here. So this is donkey. <laughs> you got to keep moving. So if they do see it, it's quick, and you switch it. 1983. Okay. Imagination flowing on my, about my. I know what you're looking at too, because my ass get hot. And I'm afraid of gay people, petrified. I have nightmares about gay people. I have this nightmare that I go to Hollywood and find out that Mr. T is a faggot. <laughs> really, and he be walking up to people. It just going, gets worse from hey here. Hey boy, hey boy, you look mighty cute in them jeans. I can remember this. I must work for Yeah, I know all the words. I, 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 this cassette tape somewhere. Yeah. Now come on over here and fuck me up the ass. Come on. Excuse me, Chief. I'm gonna off. bend over now. Mm. Hey, boy, slow down. You gonna mess around and come too fast? Then you get mad, I'll clench up my butt cheeks and rip your dick off. You know, you know, you know who'd be a funny faggot? Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton. Wouldn't they be funny faggots? <laughs> if Ralph Cramden leaned out the window they, one day and said, Norton, Norton Powell, come on down. I want to show you something. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey there, Alfie boy, what do you say there, pal of mine? You know, Norton, I've been watching you. <laughs> and I know you've been watching me, Norton. You watch me. I know. So, uh, Ralph, where are you getting that? Norton, my friend, how would you like to fuck me up the ass? <laughs> I know you want to fuck me, Norton. And you know that I know that you know that I know that you want to fuck me. Now, I'm going to bend over. And when I do, start fucking. <laughs> Here I go. I don't know. Uh, mm. <laughs> He kind of lost the whole imitation. Way to go there, Alfie boy. I kid the homosexuals a lot because they're homosexuals. I, 30 years ago. I fuck with everybody. I don't give a fuck. It's like um, I don't mean anything by it. You can hang out with a gay person. You can, guys. Don't feel, you know, like alienate gay people because they're gay because you can play tennis with a gay person. Really? Just after the game, you say, I'm going to go get a beer. What you going to do? Think I'll go suck somebody's dick. Well, I'll see you later. Damn. But, I, but, but again, like, I see absolutely nothing 
for the time when it was done, I don't yeah, know. You, but but I don't you know, know. what? It's, it, it's really I was interesting. I was young. Because it's. It's one of those sixes because, like, the humor I don't think is so much anti-gay as it is, like, the contrast between what you see as Mr. T or what you see as, you know, the, you know, the honeymooners, which was yeah. such a, which was such a pure show. And mm-hmm. to see that other stuff, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it it's, it's that, it's that contrast and the humor lies there not in like oh hey 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 we're laughing at gay people it's hey we're laughing at these situations that are no, so yeah. different than what they really are yeah but what what like I, I i put it on i'm like oh just have this on the background while i'm cleaning some stuff up and the first time he says that one word i'm like what but what can i stopped and i, but, but and I just watched see, and i'm but like for me i don't i don't see it i don't look through it at it through the eyes of someone in 2014 okay no, well i was I look, see it i, I was i wasn't it. thinking of i it. look at it and i immediately okay it's nostalgia for oh me. yeah it's not and again it's not nostalgia for when we all hated gay people no it's nostalgia for like sitting there with a boom box in my buddy's like back porch and yeah we're, we're listening to this and laughing and and having a good time. I can I can tell you between between you me and the listeners in the wall, I'm not going to go back and finish that. I listened to it at the time and like I I'm never going to wear parachute pants again. But I'll tell you, you know to. what? The I'm probably going to put it on on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> and again, not because it's whatever it but like is. I, I won't, because it's, I won't, it's fun it's a nice look back. For me, that's you if know I, if I'm going to that's me being fifth that that's yeah. This, you See, know, my mine was more. Old. I was I was more Sam Kinison. I mean, I listened to oh, Delirious, I like Sam and, too. Delirious and Raw, but it was Carlin and Cosby. And, yeah, Carlin was and, my first. Yeah, place for a place Who for my was, stuff. I went with. Um, I I listened to a Henny Youngman album. Wow, that's old. Yeah, yeah. And then I went straight to Bill Cosby and Bill. Any kids? Bill any any age can listen to yeah. Bill Cosby, and um. I listened to his stuff after I watched himself on HBO. That was huge. Yeah, and um, good clean comedy for for any age. Can, yeah. Well, any age that understands comedy can can watch that. Like I love the the Fat Albert Frankenstein in the stairwell thing he did, where um he's he's scaring the kids and because they have a life size Frankenstein that they got from the department store. <laughs> they run up the stairs. They lean Frankenstein forward because he's under a red light. They lean forward. And then they all run away, and then they everybody cools down. He goes back. He's like, oh, "I got to get somebody now. I'll go get somebody." And it's and it's funny, like like he has his, his whole theme music thing. You know, he says, "Oh, Weird Harold had the theme to the Green Hornet," because you do your theme when the when the sun goes down, so you're not you know scared. Yeah, I don't remember that. This is all. Oh, uh, Bill Cosby's theme was na 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 na. I forget what it was. Okay. But the Bill Cosby stuff is really funny. But getting back to Jonah Hill. Oh, some of It sucks not that, that people funny. just get raked over the coals for such shit like that. Like, who was it? Someone compared, um, I don't know, I think it was Charlize Theron or something, compared something to war, and everybody jumped on her shit for that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that. Like, I do Twitter think needs to shut the. Fuck I do up. think that there is a certain portion of the public that is 
waiting to be offended. Did you see what um, John Oliver's show did? Yes. That was I, awesome. I, I actually, I know everybody's pretty much watched the segment, but I'm going to use that for the, the beginning and the end with the net neutrality. Yeah. Somebody's got to wake these people oh up. Oh, my God. That was so, so good. And just his little, like, his thing about commenters on the internet. Yeah. You know? There was some so, good stuff there. So there good. Definitely some good stuff. That show's on HBO, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be, you know, one or two other shows that I really want to see on HBO before I go and do that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, speaking of people that are easy, too easily offended, there's the girl in Quebec that was in 17-year-old sophomore, we'll say she's 11th grade, yeah. junior, uh, in high school, and she was suspended for wearing shorts. And she got on this whole big rant about don't shame me for my body, blah, blah, blah. What did the shorts look like? Is there a picture somewhere? Oh, yeah, there's a picture. Um, let, you... me, let, me, let me get the, the, the thing up here. Angie had posted um, a picture of, her, of the poster she put up. Uh, that's not how you spell her name. <laughs> um, and basically through conversation, I'm like, do you have any idea of the backstory of, of what happened here? And she didn't. It was just the poster. Don't humiliate her because she's wearing shorts. It's hot outside. Instead of shaming girls for their bodies, teach boys that girls are not sexual objects. Now, they're talking about 17-year-old boys. Everything's a sexual object to a 17-year-old boy. Hormones are running through both genders at this point. Um, that's why there's teen pregnancies, because people act on those hormones. And it takes two people to consensually conceive a baby. Um let me uh, let me just type this in shorts and suspended. That's that's not how you spell suspended. So, come on, load. <laughs> and of course, I picked the one that's not going to have the picture, right? That's got to be go down. That's that's the Those picture the of her. Yes. Yeah, that's bullshit. They shouldn't have given her a hard time for that. Those aren't. No, hold on. Because I went to the school's website. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and in the Beaconsfield, Quebec student guide. Francais. <laughs> I, uh, it says, students must dress appropriately for school. Ripped or torn clothing, short shorts or skirts, t-shirts with unacceptable language or promoting violence, Drugs are sexual innuendo, halter tops, tube tops, bikini tops, visible underwear, low-riding pants, excessive cleavage, outdoor clothing, and attire exposing the midriff are all forbidden at school. Those are short shorts. She also was suspended, it was said in one of the articles I read, because she had uh, prior issues. Yeah. So she is... Go back to the picture. Also, I wouldn't call those short shorts. The 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 the, the way it was described, They're not like Daisy Dukes or anything. Fingertip like that. length. You're in school. You wouldn't wear. If somebody came to Starbucks wearing those shorts to work, you you wouldn't let them. You don't go it to would Target. Depend on who it was. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. You don't show up at Target in Daisy Dukes or or hot pants. I do. to work the register. <laughs> oh. You shouldn't. But life has a fucking dress code. When you go to work, there's a dress code. Yeah. You're supposed to dress professionally. And those look like they're torn on the bottom, too. They so. actually do. And she said it was hot that day, and she's wearing a fucking sweater. So we're ice fishing up top and summer at the bottom. 
I mean, it's the worst possible mullet. Yeah. But then there's the whole thing, like, why is this a news story? Also, where are the students standing up for her? There's like not? one or two oh, that yeah, I've seen. Likes her. No, and she's rebelling, and that's perfectly fine that she's yeah, rebelling. But she's wasting a lot. But of people's don't time. taint. Is she going to sue? I don't know, but don't taint the argument of slut shaming and body yeah. image and women's no responsibility. One's calling her a whore. No. But don't I mean it's really important the the conversation that's that's going on since that California shooting. Don't taint that with your stupid pedantic fucking yeah. bullshit. It says here a Canadian teen is making headlines for refusing to change out of shorts that were deemed too short by school officials. On the first hot day of the season, Lindsay Stocker decided to wear shorts to her Montreal high school. During third period, two vice principals visited the classroom. Why do they have two? And asked female students to stand up so they could inspect outfits. They were going after her because she's a problem. Because, Probably. you know, that's what I would assume. And when they came to me after about two rows of looking, they stopped and told me my shorts were too short and I had to change. And when I said no, they said I was making a bad choice. Also in the uh, Beaconsfield High School Code of Conduct, it says you will not be a disruption to the education process. Yeah. So by her fighting it, she's a disruption. Well, they walked in the they walked in the class and they disrupted. So. Yeah, but if that's their job, they could have talked to her in between classes. Maybe they did. I don't know. But so, then the bottom line comes that I don't give a shit. No, 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 I agree. Um, let's see. Stoker decided she wasn't going to let administrators uh, shame her for her female body and what she was wearing. That's not, no, your your clothes are inappropriate. I don't wear sandals at work, even though I really want to. I can wear shorts to my call center job. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I really wish that I didn't have heavy machinery that I was working around. Because, like, women walk around with, like, sandals and open-toed yeah. shoes. I can't do that. I really, I, for the first 40 years of my life, I wore shoes or sneakers all the time. Most of the time, boots. Yeah. And now I really like not having shoes on. So. All about the checks. <laughs> so I kind of hate not, you know, having shoes on at work. All right. But the thing is, it's it's not about, it's not about shaming her. It's about. You know, it says students must show respect for all members of the school community. Uh, disruptive behavior that impedes the learning of others will not be tolerated. Um, up top, there's a um, students' rights and teachers' uh, student responsibility and student rights. Student responsibilities are to be courteous, punctual, know and obey the school rules, respect school and other property, not to disrupt the educational process, be disciplined and, and respect in a respectful. Be disciplined in a respectful of others. That doesn't. What, make what sense. ends up what, what ends up happening here is like it becomes a power struggle. You yeah, know what I mean, and she's going like, to lose if she has a prior record yeah, of, I, of mm. disciplinary action. Then she's and that's just the thing, and that's acting like out the stuff that we'll never know. I mean, I yeah. you get but this. the, the, you, the you thing, hear stories like this every year. The thing that 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 made me want to bring this up is that everybody's jumping on the fact that they're shaming her for her body. Nobody's looking past that. She's not that hot. To it doesn't matter. Oh, all right. <laughs> She's seventeen, so it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Trying to meant. protect the integrity of the show. We're gonna get sued <laughs> integrity. Again. Yeah, for you and your 
remarks earlier that started with F. Um, nobody's looking past the sensationalistic headline into, you know, what does the school say? What is the policy? And what has she done to draw because their this attention? This is another example of sex sells. I mean, in a yeah. weird way, you said it yourself. It's what? like, oh, this is going to be the one article without the picture. Because you know. <laughs> well, no, you asked to see a picture. No, I wanted to see yeah. a picture because I'm a dick, but. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, Want to do one more gun one? This one's This one's awfully awesome. I just I don't understand the logic because there isn't any. Another day and under another dangerous gun nut. These stories keep coming out in droves of seemingly no end in sight. This time, it is another silly issue that to most right-thinking people would be a non-issue. A neighbor teaching his daughter to ride a bike seems pretty innocuous, right? However, the sixty-one-year-old to sixty-one-year-old Gary Drake, it was something to threaten a man with death over. Drake, who is a Minnesota resident and gun owner, owner. Odor. Mm. Gun odor smells like oil. Apparently did not like the tactics his neighbor was using to teach his seven-year-old daughter to ride her bike. When the girl's father replied, I've got it, to Drake's derogatory comments, which I really want to know what those comments I are. I know, right? Uh, Drake became incensed. He said, and this, this is the asshole, if you don't like my advice, get off my street. After this exchange, the neighbor, who I would assume is you, told Drake he didn't own the street. <laughs> True. <laughs> this made Drake even angrier, and he went inside the house and came back out with a Remington 870 shotgun and threatened to kill his neighbor. <sighs> Before the situation could escalate further, Drake's wife intervened, pulling the shotgun away from her husband and physically taking him back inside the house. However, according to police, Drake went back outside and threatened to kill his neighbor again. Uh, Drake needs mental health attention. Yes. When police arrived, Drake's wife told him that he was watching television inside their home. She turned over his shotgun and rifle to police, the smartest person exactly. in that house. And her husband was arrested with second-degree assault and terroristic threats. See that? But, but see, you know, terroristic, that's fucking stupid. It's just a change Yeah, I know, but why do we need the word terror in there? It's fucking... Well, if it scared the guy, it's a terror tactic. Oh, but you know, but it's such an yeah, inflammatory word. Back, but you know what? What what is it going to be? I mean, what was it before it was that? That if this was you know September tenth, yeah, that word would not be in this article. No, but what would it be? Called? But that's that's the world we live in now. Anyway, that's not the point of the story. Not everything has to do with nine eleven. No, and this clearly doesn't. I know, but, but why the fuck use terroristic te threat? Everything. Well, because nine eleven isn't intrinsically linked only. But look, terrorism but isn't is, but only. Like, but why use it? Why use that to modify the word threats? Don't do the fucking dictionary. <laughs> fuck you. You want to know. I know what it means. It's just a fucking inflammatory bullshit stupid word to use. It, but it isn't. Because the use of violence and intimidation in the, in the pursuit of political aims. Fuck you, Thank dictionary. Thank you very much. Ah, that was perfect. <laughs> that was. Good Sorry job. Coming. Yeah. The state of fear and submission produced by terrorism or a terroristic method of governing or of resisting a government. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, fine. I'll give you that. 
Moving on. Drake had also been drinking the day of the incident. Big surprise. <laughs> May 25th, but insisted that his alcohol consumption did not cause his behavior towards his neighbor because he's just naturally an <laughs> asshole. I'm he doesn't have to be crazy. That's all. <laughs> he doesn't have to be marinated in schlitz to be an asshole. Uh, he went on to say, maybe next time I should have shot him. Oh, my God. Yeah, huh? So the police beat him senseless. No. <laughs> so the police shot him. But, like, dude's in the street trying to teach his daughter to ride a bike, and this fucking pickled asshole decides to <laughs> oh my God. come out. And, what? What went wrong in his day? I don't know. He's just like, I should have just shot him. You know, it was May 25th. Maybe he but didn't you know, know where his gotta, towel like, was. I got to tell you, though, but, like, when the police are there, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And you say the next time maybe I'll just mind my own business. Yeah. It would instead yeah. you know what? Next time I should have just killed it. It was probably one of those things where he's just so drunk sitting there in the car and he just said what he was thinking. He was it in his might car? have been no, like in the back of the oh. police car. Like just totally unsolicited on the way yeah. to the station. He maybe he just slurred out. Maybe next time I'll just kill him. She's the motherfucker. <laughs> bang, bang. You're dead. So I, I, Ride your bike now, little girl. In our Facebook group, I captioned this. Uh, I think we've moved from America, fuck yeah, to America, fuck you. <laughs> uh, it seems like oh, it, doesn't it? Guns. This <sighs> is the last gun story of my life. Um, oh, God, I can't talk about any of this stuff. Justin Bieber sings about killing black people and joining the KKK. I'm waiting for Justin Bieber found dead in a ditch. How long do you think that kid's got left? Just send him back. <laughs> yeah. You know what? He's going to end up being like like Vanilla Ice, who's kind of a joke. <laughs> he's going to have his... No, he's actually a... He's had a home improvement show that was actually good. I watched it. Yeah, but before that, he was kind of like. Oh, he was always line. a joke. Uh, exactly. Since since the since his, since he said stop. Yeah, he was a joke since then. We I was still giving, I was we giving Olivia. We still fucking listen to him though. Yeah, well, he said to. He also said, "Go ninja, go ninja, go ninja, go." And look at the ninjas. They went. Look at them go. <laughs> Crazy green little motherfuckers. <laughs> I says go, you go. <laughs> what were you saying? So the oh, I was giving, you Olivia, antagonizing crap. I was giving you. Olivia crap for something. She's you stop. And I look at her, go collaborate and listen. She's like, oh, I hate you. She stormed <laughs> off. Next time you got to go with Hammer Time, or um, in the name in the of name love. of love, yeah. <laughs> or or my mom will shoot, which is oh. a little too close to home in my house. Oh. All right. And so. there's me. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go to break. Let's do that. Change and leave the sin I guess that 
All right, so I was just flipping through Facebook and I saw that George Takei um, said about Jonah Hill, we all make mistakes and say things we're not proud of, but this is how you make up for it. All right, let me, and he let, said, let, good let, on let, you. Let, so let, let me see this. I am very curious to hear. Welcome back to our, our, our show. I appreciate you being here. We always like you as a guest. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. And uh, I'd actually like to address something, if that's okay to your audience. Is it... Is it, is it no, unfortunately, I, no, no, I heard about this. Now, this, you, you, something happened over the weekend. You got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, so unfortunately, this isn't a joke. So um, this weekend, I was out with some friends, uh-huh. and there was a paparazzi guy, and he was antagonizing me and uh, calling me names, uh, attacking me personally and my family personally, and I was, I was genuinely hurt by this and made angry by this, and in response... I wanted to hurt him back, and I said the most hurtful word that I could think of at that moment. And, you know, I didn't mean this in the sense of the word. Uh, you know, I didn't mean it in a homophobic way. And uh, I think that, sorry, I think that um, that doesn't matter. You know, how you mean things doesn't matter. Words have weight and meaning. And the word I chose was grotesque. And, you know, no one deserves to say or hear words like that. And, you know, I've been a supporter of the LBGTQ community my entire life. And I completely let the members of that community and everybody else down when I used a word like that this weekend. And my heart's broken. And, and I genuinely am deeply sorry to anyone who's ever been affected by that term in their life. And I'm sorry, and I don't deserve or expect your forgiveness. But what I ask is that at home, if you're watching this, and you're a young person especially, if someone says something that hurts you or angers you, use me as an example of what not to do. And don't respond with hatred or anger because you're just adding more ugliness to the world. And again, I just, I'm so sorry. I, I appreciate you actually uh, uh, being sincere and saying that. I yeah, think. yeah. I know I'm usually funny and stuff, but this wasn't funny. It was stupid. And yeah. they, I, I deserve they, the I'm going to get for it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that, that's, that's good that you came out and you, you're. You... <laughs> <laughs> came out and, and... No, I didn't mean that. He's hosted the Tonight no, Show no, for like, a reason. He's yeah, no, like... I'm sorry. No, you came out here and, and told us all. And a lot of people watch the show, and a lot of people are fans of yours. So that's... It, 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 it's good for you. Yo, yo, you, got, you well, have to be, be honest sometimes. You, you have know, to. Like, well, thank you. My love and apologies to everybody. Uh, yeah, all right. That's how you do it. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that was fine. Don't you? All right. What? Nothing. I look. <laughs> I just... I've known you for a long time. Say what you're gonna say, because you got something. I I just don't think it was necessary for him to apologize. 
right. you know, you heard what he said. The guy was being antagonistic and causing all sorts of problems and, yeah. you know, coming right out and, I, you I, know, I, just sort of pushing his buttons, pushing yeah. his buttons. And it's one of those things where people who don't even know Jonah Hill, mm. okay? And I don't know Jonah Hill, no. you know? I don't know. I know him from his movies. I like him. I think he's, he's right. But then, you know, that, but that's not him. But that's I mean, when it exactly. Comes down to you know, it, yeah. he's he's an entertainer, and I find right. him entertaining. He's a talented kid, whatever. But, um, but it's it's like when a couple of years ago, when I used a word on the show, when we got shit for it, or I got shit for it, yeah. And my thing was, you know, because somebody said that they wanted some sort of promise that I would never say it again, that I would apologize, and right. I wasn't going to do either. <laughs> because anybody who knows me long enough or listens to this show and hears me knows that, at least in my case, okay, not in Jonah Hill's case, he wasn't trying to be funny. He was pushed and and, and to, to a point. My case was that I... I took a shot at, at, at being funny, and mm. that was the intent. And I think that... Um, I mean, he, he was in a, in a situation, he wasn't saying that, I don't know, I don't know, maybe the paparazzi guy was gay, but you know, maybe right, that, that wasn't made it offensive, up. but that also wouldn't be like, how would Jonah Hill know that? So, um, uh, but, but I mean, I who, have who seen a lot of people address paparazzi by name because it seems like they're assigned people to yeah, follow. But I think that, I think that having him. You know, his handlers, you know, were just like, Joni, you got to go do this. You got to go. But I mean, you gotta, he could have picked you know any other word. If it was some, if it was some dude there. But, and but it the was thing is, it's, it's one of those things. It's not one said, of those words he, you pick. It, no, it is. I mean, when, when I talk to my kids today, for example, um, and, and, and I say, you know, you got to clean up this room. There's way too much. There's like nine different words I can pick. Yeah. But, the, and but it ranges from. Things to stuff to crap to junk to shit to well, get your others fucking crap out of the off the floor. Well, it's like but you, George Carlin said, "How come other people's stuff is shit right. and your shit?" But is you, stuff? but you, pay, he could have called him a cunt, right? But he chose faggot. You know what he said, faggot. I know he said that he thought and picked the most hurtful thing he could. So by his own admission, I he chose think, the word. I don't. I think that you're picking way too much on. He said, that. He yeah, said but it's, he, he wanted to hurt him. And he, and, and you've argued with people long enough to know that you, you pick the things you want to say that well, you think that's really the someone. only thing I'm good at is work. So, um, <laughs> so fuck you. So, uh, <laughs> but I just, but, but I really think words, that, but here's the thing. I mean, let's, let's go the other way. Yeah. Okay. This was, when did this happen? Over the weekend. Uh, sure. Okay. I don't, I don't know exactly. And this is, you know, it happens what? Like two weeks before his movie opens. The last thing oh, he is needs, it? Okay. the last thing he needs is bad publicity before a movie opens. If this had happened six yeah. months ago, Meh. it wouldn't have mattered. It would have mattered. It, it it would have been less interesting than another Shia LaBeouf story. Mm. Okay, because oh, I'm not saying that because that, that really, it's not. You know, I mean, career Jonah driven. Hill, Jonah Hill does not get a lot of you know press. 
he gets pressed when his movies come out. Otherwise, yeah. I know nothing about him. I don't. But he shouldn't. Care. I mean, who cares? He doesn't. Right, exactly. You know? But my thing is that it's so close to a movie opening up. You know that well, his handlers, yeah. you, the studio, were just like you will cast a suspicious have... eye on that. Yeah. No, no, I don't think it's a suspicious eye. I think it's realistic. well, if it's unproven, it's a, it's a. We're just speculating. I you know? can. Oh, I'm not I disagreeing bet. that. I'm I would not disagreeing. Bet. I'd bet twenty bucks, and I'm pretty that, sure that twenty minutes ago I said, "Yeah, you know, I know. That's no, no, no." That twenty minutes ago I said, "Well, you know, it's so he can get more, keep his job, yeah. you know, keep acting, you know." But it's uh, but, but you know, like, I don't even think it would it would end his acting career. But I think that his studio and his and his people mm. were probably like, "This might hurt the movie." But like I was saying too, there's this. There's this, there's, there's, there's a, a a minority of people that get way too offended, and they're very vocal, and, really and they to, can and that's get the shit they done. Yeah, that's we as a society in the United States, at least, our we have our skin is way too thin. We, I agree. Oh, it's the sun's not out. I'm offended. Like, uh, come on, are you fucking kidding me? Like today ellen said she was sitting at the light to go to hollywood hits and the, and the arrow turned green and she counted to 10 because you know and the lady didn't move and so she she tooted not honked just a boop yeah. or a boop boop and she flipped her off the woman flipped ellen off and it's yeah. like asshole i am waiting for the day where somebody follows me to the museum because i cut them off yeah. it'll, it'll be a cab driver because fuck those guys yeah um, uh, real quick, um, because I'm, I'm trying to mash a whole bunch of stuff in because the show's gonna change, change soon. Um, people on bikes, if I'm pulling out of work and I'm not looking at you, don't try to do, go yeah, in front I, of me. I gotta tell you, because I, I'll have wheels on the sidewalk because it's 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 driveway sidewalk street, right. right? I'll have wheels on the fucking sidewalk. I'll be looking to my left, and I'll the car will be moving forward. Yeah. Don't fucking go in front of me. Go behind me. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I bike, you know, I I've I used to bike into Boston all the time, mm. all right? And I cannot stand to this day, I cannot stand bad bikers. There bad are a lot of like self-entitled of assholes yeah. out there. Okay. Don't get in your skinny little Italian, you know, you know, freaking spandex suit. Yeah. Okay, ride your $3,000 bike side by side. Okay, I I understand lane sharing. I understand going down the middle, um, but recently what I've been seeing as I drive into work are people on motorcycles, which give all bikers bad names, yeah, and assholes, self-important fucking douchebag assholes in just mid to ex- higher up cars driving in the fucking breakdown lane. If I am ever in the left in the, in the right hand lane and i see somebody coming up behind me in the breakdown lane yeah. i'm putting my flashes on and pulling into the breakdown lane and i hope to fucking god they rear end me because i'll <laughs> i will own them yeah and i'll do yeah. it i'm fucking just poor enough <laughs> to fucking do that i'm crazy enough to do it yo but like but people on motorcycles like it, it's like oh look yeah. twice for motorcycles yeah i will where they fucking belong yeah, exactly not in the goddamn breakdown lanes doing 45 miles an hour you're a fucking dickhead uh, and oh i really wish people would decide if scooters are on the right hand side of the road or in a fucking lane 
it if depends on how powerful they are. If you're in the fucking lane, you should be able to do the speed limit, not 10 yeah, miles de- an hour it depends under on it. How, it depends on how powerful they are. Hey, I saw A Million Ways to Die in the West. Did I tell you that already? No. It was really funny. Really? Because a lot really of funny. reviews shit all over because it. Because it's, of course, they're going to shit all over it. Okay. It's it's No, I'm just saying that's... Because it's a, it's a dick and fart joke comedy. You I didn't. Know? I would expect nothing more. It's it, it's it's Family Guy type comedy. Okay, you know, live action, and I thought it was it was. I thought it was funny. I got a lot of good laughs out of it. All right, all you right. Know? So it delivered what you were expecting. Most definitely. That's good. That's. I good. mean, is it high art? No. no is it I, barely low art? Probably. It, so it's lowbrow humor. Yeah. All right. But when you've got good people doing lowbrow humor charlie like theron's Theron doing is, doing dick and fart jokes funny you know i like her I, I like her a lot so yeah it was all right pretty fun nice shall we end it let's end it where did it go where is he is that it is it 302 are we doing 302 or three? Oh, oh it's this one this is 303 <laughs> Tonight's segment is a eulogy, a eulogy to the last ride segment, as you all know and love it. The next time you hear it, it could be different. I can't say how this affects me just yet, but a fan of my segment has already given her response to you changing everything. You want to really do it? I'll give you my fucking address. Better yet, Google my goddamn name, find it yourself, and show up unannounced. I'll be happy to fucking greet you at my door. I'll be happy to find you in my bedroom in the middle of the night, you asshole. Come on over. I'll fucking kill you and I'll enjoy doing it. You goddamn motherfucker. It's been a long time since we heard from the angry Obama woman. Oh, man. Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> this one should be epic. That's what she said. <laughs> yep. Shut up, checkers. <laughs> That's all right. That wasn't bad. Yeah. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Well, here we are in what may possibly be the final segment of Last Rites as you come to know and love it. But don't worry, because of this, I'm going to revisit some of the worst things you guys have ever said just to make you feel better about it. I'm going to put my penis in your mouth. (laughs) No, not yet, Frank. Save those quotes for later. Before I do anything else, I want to quickly mention the X-Men Days of Future Past movie. Now, overall, I really enjoyed it. It was a great blend of characters from past and present. And uh, Spoiler alert. So the action scenes were all pretty amazing and epic, especially anything involving the death of any of the X-Men and uh, the Sentinels in the future. Although I thought Magneto died like a bitch. Same with Storm, even though Halle Berry is kind of a bitch. And I think they decided they were too powerful to actually put up a real fight and lose, so they killed them like bitches. (laughs) Second, I had a problem with the Magneto slash JFK part in the plane. 
They mentioned the magic bullet and how it curved and suggested that that was because of Magneto. The thing that bugged me is that not two weeks before that, I was watching a documentary that showed proof that that was just a conspiracy theory. The bullet never curved. It actually was a straight shot through. The seat in the front was farther to the left and lower, and he was turned and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I do give them props for, again, infusing the series into actual historical events. Hmm. Okay, back to the end of the segment as we know it stuff. Because of this fact, I'm going to now play for you as many things that I can find that will likely never be heard on the show again. So strap in and put on your strap on because we're going to hear some clips and some intros and some just all around terrible shit. <laughs> so here we go. Do you know the, the people would that be live a better in research project? A better research project would be, you know what? Why don't we see if we can make a viable energy source out of discarded, unusable organs? Oh. <laughs> One project funds another. <laughs> it's just like overpopulation and food shortages. Yeah. Just the babies. Uh, oh. Sir, you are a communist. Please publish your full address so that I can come over to your house and take a shit in your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Bible, fuck you all, fuck, fuck, fuck them. I'm sorry, I, I have no patience for this bullshit, okay? Interjection, re-erection. <laughs> you could actually interject a re-erection if you had to. Penis, 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 cock, cock, penis, cock. Fuck you, I'm fat and lazy and an idiot. Fuckity fuck, fuck him. Today Volkswagen makes cars that run on the blood of Jews. I'd like to say that the Are You Serious podcast uses exclusively Nazi products. Yes. We help the Nazis to stay healthy. Killer Kwanzaa and Happy Hanukkah. That's a new Batman villain. I know, huh? Oh, shit, here comes Killer Kwanzaa. Oh, racism. About to mess around with this prostitute, uh-huh. and uh, she takes out this big dildo. What is that? You just carry that around with you? Oh God! Oh God! Please tell me that you've pureled this really, really oh. recently. Something that she starts putting in mouth. Oh God! No! I want to go home. I want to go home. Is anal rape a oh, skill? Just say, fucking. <laughs> Maybe soup. he could do gay porn. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Consensual sexual relations between two adult men is exactly the same as a man having sex with a dog. <laughs> My friends, I'm in need of your attention. We need to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ and everything that he can do for you. He's not a wizard. He won't help you rob a bank. But I'll tell you, if you get a flat tire in the snow and you pray to Jesus, Triple A's going to come and he's going to help you. And it all because of Jesus, not because of your cell phone. <laughs> Jesus! I don't know. Just put the NA in your mouth. So I, don't I don't like that idea. Just the tip. Just the tip. There you go. Oh, you didn't do a spit take. I was waiting for that. Uh, it takes a lot to make me uh, spit. Work at it. Oh, I just broke my cock. I just snapped the tip right oh, It's about the same size as my cock. I don't know what this shit is inside it, though. <laughs> the stuff that makes it work. Apparently. 
Did it break? Is it broken? Or just no, it still works. I mean, because yeah, God forbid, I have no fucking idea where I have a boner. Oh, wait, down here. I haven't used a penis in the house here for a while. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. Horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask. I don't like where this is going. The answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. Oh, yakety yak the streak and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And this one will talk to him. his voice is horse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I was trying to make the horse have a baby. I was thinking it would have a horseman baby. I ain't gonna lie, I blew a nut in the horse. <laughs> I remember that story. Yeah, that Freddy was... Freddy Buttraper. Let's see, um... Bestiality boat. You can fuck any one of these animals that you want. That's how I'll raise my millions. You want to fuck a gorilla while its mate watches? $5,000. Thank God the clan's here. Right. <laughs> Plus, I really like to watch Barnyard Animal Horn. Over the long run, Jews, Christians, blacks, artists, feminists, gays, free thinkers, and nonconformists pose a threat to Western human rights in general and American liberty in particular. Wow. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. My God has a bigger dick than your God. Well, yeah, I've seen some chicken fucking. That's <laughs> exactly what it looks like. That is the aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rape you. I'm hey, going to hey, beat you. Hey, 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 lady. <laughs> I gotta fuck something. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he, he's keeping it light and funny. Yeah. Which is, which is good, because we definitely need that balance. Yeah. He keeps it smart, short, and funny. Which is the opposite of what we do. Yeah, he's a. He doesn't even have to piece that together. That's yeah, right there for him. He's short, fast, and funny. <laughs> segments are like little Jews. <laughs> I wish I was a monkey. All right, Scott, I understand. Your segment's on its way. Hey, we got it. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, here's my thing I did for you. Here it is. <laughs> you put it in your show. Here's, here's, here's the segment I made that takes more work than your whole pathetic fucking show put together. Now shut up and play my segment, monkeys. Here we go. Okay, Scott. Okay, okay, that's enough of that. You get the point. God, you got the point by now. So I hope that was a fun blast from the past. I'll see you guys again in a couple weeks, and as always, peace and love, guys. Are you serious? <laughs> the whole thing's all fucked up. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. 
That was that was funny. That was good. That makes us sound like horrible, horrible assholes, no, though, doesn't it? Right? Wow. <sighs> no, it's nothing worse than a horrible asshole. I want to play one more thing before we finish up. I was I was moving some stuff around here, files and things like that. And um, where did it go? Shit! Don't you hate that? You got something? You don't. Ah, here we go. Scott sent me a montage at one point that we played. Ready? Okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? How do you mean, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is happening here? What the fuck is this shit? What the fuck was my point? Oh, what the fuck, man? What the fuck kind of... What the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> what the fuck was that? What the what? fuck is that? What the fuck just came out of your mouth? <laughs> what the fuck, kid? What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? What the fuck is going on here? What the fuck is all that shit going on? Who the what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on there? What the fuck? How does that happen? What the fuck? What the fuck is this? What the fuck? What the fuck? Really? What the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck? Like seriously, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on in this country? What the fuck am I doing with my life? What the <laughs> fuck happened there? What fuck is going on <laughs> what the fuck you douchebag <laughs> what the fuck what, what the, the fuck, fuck? <laughs> oh, do you remember that yes i do that was oh, awesome man uh, can you put that in the Dropbox for me oh yeah absolutely <laughs> <sighs> what the show should be called it almost was wasn't it oh that's so funny there you go. Thanks. Oh, I should get that out of there. I don't need that. Drop that in the trash. There we go. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't let the show go by and not no, play that more, after yeah. after finding it. All right. So um, it's are you serious podcast at gmail dot com. Um, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Great. Do Internet. Wanna, do we want to talk about something? No. Two weeks we will. Okay. That's it. Secrets. Bye. Bye.
Are you still there? Our top story tonight concerns the internet, aka the electronic cat database. <laughs> but, but first, let's take just a moment together and appreciate how amazing the internet is. You can use it to file your taxes, apply for jobs. You can go online right now and buy a case of coyote urine. Do you know how difficult it used to be to obtain coyote urine? You literally had to give a coyote Gatorade and just wait. It was a mess. The system was a mess. But, but if you've turned on the news lately, you may have heard some worrying references to the internet changing. The Federal Communications Commission has agreed to move forward on a proposal that could change the way we use the Internet. At risk, the basic principle of net neutrality. Net neutrality. Net neutrality. Yes, net neutrality. The only two words that promise more boredom in the English language are featuring sting. And, and hearing, hearing, hearing people talk about it is somehow even worse. As anticipated, the notice proposes to ground the net neutrality rules in Section 706 of the Telecommunications Act of 1996. Oh, my God, that is the most boring thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is even boring by C-SPAN standards. I would rather read a book by Thomas Friedman than sit through that hearing. I would rather listen to a pair of dockers tell me about the weird dream it had. I, I would rather sit down with my niece and watch Caillou. A children's show about a bald Canadian child who lives a life devoid of any incident. F*** you, Caillou! Grow some hair and leave the house! Find out what the world's about! Come on! But here's the thing. Net neutrality is actually hugely important. Essentially, it means that all data has to be treated equally, no matter who creates it. It's why the internet is a weirdly level playing field. And startups can supplant established brands. That's how Facebook supplanted MySpace, which supplanted Friendster, which supplanted actually having any friends. <laughs> do, do you remember physically having friends? It was awful. You couldn't tap people's faces to make them go away. <laughs> the, the point is, the internet in its current form is not broken. And the FCC is currently taking steps to fix that. The FCC is endorsing new rules that could clear the way for a two-tier system. The rules would open the door for the first time for Internet providers like Comcast and Verizon to charge tech companies to send content to consumers more quickly. Netflix, for example, might pay a premium to ensure that its customers can stream movies more reliably at a cost a startup competitor might not be able to afford. No. This cannot happen. How else is my startup streaming video service, Nutflix, going to compete? <laughs> it's going to be America's one-stop resource for videos of men getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> you, you don't even know you want it yet, that's why it's brilliant. <laughs> Ending net neutrality would allow big companies to buy their way into the fast lane, leaving everyone else in the slow lane, although telecom companies would prefer that you put it in a slightly different way. When you say fast lane and slow lane, it's a good illustration, but what you really should be talking about is a fast lane for everybody and a hyperspeed lane for others. Bullshit. If we let cable companies offer two speeds of service, they won't be Usain Bolt and Usain Bolt on a motorbike. They'll be Usain Bolt and Usain bolted to an anchor. And, and telecom companies will say, 
they would never slow down a website speed in order to get more money out of them. But, but let me tell you a little story. Recently, Comcast was negotiating with Netflix. This graph shows Netflix download speeds on various providers. That black line plummeting downwards was their speed on Comcast during the negotiation. See if you can guess when Netflix agreed to Comcast demands. I'll give you a hint. It's right there. <laughs> that has all the ingredients of a mob shakedown. Oh. Netflix, nice show about life in a ladies' prison. Such a shame if there was going to be something happen to your connection there. <laughs> so frustrating that would be. And it's not just anti-corporate hippies who think that abandoning net neutrality is a bad idea. The net neutrality movement is leery of big corporate players, but in this debate, it's on the same side as some of them. Google, Facebook, Netflix, Amazon, all signed on to this letter uh, supporting net neutrality. What's being proposed is so egregious, activists and corporations have been forced onto the same side. That's basically Lex Luthor knocking on Superman's apartment door and going, listen, I know we have our differences, but we have got to get rid of that arsehole in apartment 3B. He's, he's too loud, Soup. He's just too loud. And you might wonder, well, look, if everyone is against this, how is it even possibly happening? Well, consider who would benefit from this change. Cable companies. Verizon wants a two-tier system so badly, they sued the government to force the rule change that's currently being discussed. These companies have Washington in their pockets to a conveniently almost unbelievable degree. Comcast has spent $18,810,000 in lobbying last year. That's more than any other company except for defense contractor north of Crumman. So just to be clear, the ranking of who buys government influence is number one, military-industrial complex, and number two, the provider of lizard-lick towing. <laughs> Look, I could... I could show you the troublingly cosy relationship between cable companies and Washington in any number of ways. I could show you the president golfing with the CEO of Comcast, or saying at a fundraiser at a cable executive's house that he'd been there so many times, the only thing I haven't done in this house is have Seder dinner. But, but perhaps the most succinct way is this. The president has picked Tom Wheeler, a former top lobbyist for cable and wireless companies, to be the next chair of the Federal Communications Commission. Yes. The guy who used to run the cable industry's lobbying arm is now running the agency tasked with regulating it. That is the equivalent of needing a babysitter and hiring a dingo. Uh, Ira, thanks for stopping over. Just make, make sure they're in bed by eight. Uh, there's 20 bucks on the table for kibble, so uh, please don't eat my baby. With, with the fact... With the fact that they are practically overseeing their own oversight, it is hardly surprising that cable companies are basically monopolies now. A federal study found that 96% of the population had access to two or fewer cable broadband providers. It's almost as if they've agreed to stay out of each other's way like drug cartels. But I, hold on, hold on, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. I mean, it, if hypothetically a cable company like Comcast were planning to merge with a company like, let's say, Time Warner. It's not, it's not like their CEO would sit down and mark out who had which turf, right? Both in video and in broadband, we don't compete with Time Warner. You have to start with that very fundamental point. They're in New York, we're in Philadelphia, 
They're in L.A. We're in San Francisco. You can't buy a Comcast in New York. You can't buy a Time Warner in Philadelphia. So there's no reduction in competition. Exactly. <laughs> you can't reduce competition when nobody is competing. You could not be describing a monopoly more clearly if you were wearing a metal top hat while driving a metal car after winning second prize in a beauty contest. And maybe. Maybe it's because of their lack of competition that they get away with providing such shitty service. We pay more for our internet service than almost anybody else on Earth, and yet the download speeds we get lag behind Estonia. Estonia, a country where, from the looks of it, they still worry about Shrek attacks. Is it any wonder that in, in a massive recent customer satisfaction surveys, uh, Comcast and Time Warner Cable came in dead last. And when you look at the companies that were scored better than them, people were basically saying, yes, Bank of America took my home. Yes, Taco Bell gave me diarrhoea. And, and sure, GM tried to kill me, but Time Warner and Comcast are the worst. They are the worst. And, and I know. I know. The cable companies will say, oh, they support net neutrality protections, or they remain committed to the open internet, or just the tip. But <laughs> let, me, let me remind you, they also say that they'll be at your house between 2 and 6 tomorrow afternoon. And does any part of you really expect them to f***ing turn up? And yet... Our government looks set to end net neutrality and let these companies run hog-wild and we're just going to let them. And you know why? It all comes back to this. It seeks comment on ways to construe additional language in Section 706 and even suggests using Section 230B to broaden the scope of the Commission's usurped authority. Oh my God, how are you still so dull? <laughs> and, and that's the problem. The cable companies have figured out the great truth of America. If you want to do something evil, put it inside something boring. Apple could put the entire text of Mein Kampf inside the iTunes user agreement and you just go, uh, agree, 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 what, agree, agree. And that, that's why advocates should not be talking about protecting net neutrality. They shouldn't even use that phrase. They should call it preventing cable company f***ery. Because that is what it is. And it might actually compel people to want to do something. And the interesting thing here is there might actually be something you can still do. The FCC will be taking public comment for 120 days. That's right. The FCC are literally inviting internet comments at this address. And at this point, and I can't believe I'm about to do this, I would like to address the internet commenters out there directly. <clears throat> Good evening, monsters. <laughs> this may be the moment you've spent your whole lives training for. You have been out there ferociously commenting on dance videos of adorable three-year-olds, saying things like, every child could dance like this little loser after one week of practice. Or you've been polluting Frozen's Let It Go with comments like, Ice Castle would give her hypothermia and she dead in an hour. Or, and I know you've done this one, commenting a video on this show saying, fuck this asshole anchor, go suck your president's d 
You're just friends with the terrorists. Now, I don't know. I don't know what any of that means. But I don't think it's a compliment. But this is the moment you were made for, commenters. Like Ralph, Ralph Macchio, you've been honing your skills, waxing cars and painting fences. Well, guess what? Now it's time to do some f***ing karate. For once in your life, we need you to channel that anger, that badly spelled bile that you normally reserve for unforgivable attacks on actresses you seem to think have put on weight. <laughs> Politicians that you disagree with, or photos of your ex-girlfriend getting on with her life, or non-white actors being cast as fictional characters. And I'm talking to you, Ron Paul fan 2016, and you, One Direction Forever, and I'm talking to you, One Direction Sucks Balls. We need you to get out there and for once in your lives, focus your indiscriminate rage in a useful direction. Seize your moments, my lovely trolls. Turn on Caps Rock and fly, my pretties. Okay, that's enough. No more talking.